This is exactly right. It's 1943 in the Kingdom of Bulgaria. As the Second World War rages, King Boris dies suddenly and every nation is a suspect. The Butterfly King premieres March the 21st on Exactly Right. It's a cruel tale of a doomed royal dynasty. Somewhere, the truth is out there. Listen to The Butterfly King on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. (laughs) Are you leaving or are you on your way back home? Either way, we want to be there. Doesn't matter how much baggage you claim. Give us a time and date. Terminal and gate. We want to send you off. We want to welcome you back home Tell us all about it Were you scared or was it fine? Malcorn Welcome to Do You Need a Ride? This is Chris Fairbanks. And this is Karen Kilgareth. We used a different cadence this week. Mine was extra loud and flat. And mine was morning newsy. We're talented in ways you've never experienced, even though you've been listening to this podcast for nine years. Yeah, you think you've heard all of our characters. But, but uh, you haven't heard yeah. shit. <laughs> you don't know shit. You don't know shit about us. Chris, right now, guys, because this is a podcast, so let's paint a word picture. Yeah, we have to describe it using words. Chris has, um, he's using his earphones as a headband, which is always appealing to me because he has yeah. um, kind of, I would say, early 90s college girl hair. Yeah. And then, but he's also wearing a pair of readers that have no frames. Um, yeah. yeah. And it's a look that it, it's different than skateboard Chris and it's different than comedy Chris. And it's different than Christmas sweater, Chris. It's a whole new character. Yeah, you're right. I do have a lot of different me's. Right? This one, yeah, is, is uh, like we were saying before, a bit of a college professor. Um, and my eyebrows match that. My eyebrows have become very out of control, like any professor you had in college, whereas eyebrows yeah. are each like a little mustache that curls <laughs> up at the ends. Yeah, uh, yeah. I've I've got the whole thing. I just need to get a corduroy corduroy uh, sport coat and yeah. some nose hair, and yeah. just <laughs> get it. Get lecturing. I am. I am. Uh, do you pluck your nose hair, Karen? Uh, well, I do any number of things. I have the highly unfortunate um, life of having of being black Irish, so I have pale skin and dark hair. So, like, I can shave my legs and my skin can be silky smooth, but you can still see the hair waiting to come up in roughly five to six hours. Right. So, facial hair, 
the whole thing. It's a constant I, battle. So when I, I said do, right, I'm not agreeing because I've seen it. I'm saying right because I know what you're saying. <laughs> because you empathize with yes. my plight. Yeah. You know, so I, everyone I smiled, there will vocals. be. Yeah. Yeah. They're just there will be something coming out of there every once in a while. It's it's very alarming. And I I am aware of it because my mother suffered from it as well. And it drove her insane. I'm just, I can't believe how much pain is involved with just, and people do it all the time. They pluck their nose hairs. And yeah. I, I always think I have a high pain tolerance because I think back to when I've broken not uh, one ankle, but also the other foot simultaneously. And I took that uh, very well, but I cannot pluck my own nose hair it's the worst i'll let it grow i'll trim it but i plucking it and i can't so many people women do it all the time and they can take the pain men yeah, can't we don't take have that the pain. option we don't have the option i just we don't, it, it's unacceptable for a woman to have nose hair it says you can't make it right in any way i i want it to be to where no one has nose hair can we live in that world can the world like finally that we evolve yes. we evolve out of it yes yes we can I believe that we can do anything we want. Well, I'm going to start waxing my nose. <laughs> that won't hurt at all. You, It doesn't. It's all one fail swoop. You get them all. It's like a plug that comes out. Uh, well, you should be doing that. You should be going in and grabbing groups of hairs when you pluck your nose hair, because then you just have the pain at one time. So now not to be graphic, but and we'll bring on our guest in a minute. Mm -hmm. I know a lot of people wonder why we we talk and we didn't even warn Dave that we do talk for up to five minutes. Dave's been on this podcast 19 times. He's dozing he right now. Know. I'm looking at the video of him right now. <laughs> He's he is actually dozing. Uh, we'll bring you in a minute. Can you, can you keep God. that mouth shut? We have to bring you, you up. Shut your mouth, Dave. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm going to start waxing myself, and that includes my undercarriage. Anyway, that's. I just wanted to say that. I know there's at-home kits. Why? I know I can do what? it. Because Children I, are in the car. I have a what? series of mirrors, and I'm not going to do it in the car with the kids. No, <laughs> I'm going to do it at home. <laughs> and I know I can do it. I know I can lay on my back and with my legs in the air and I know I can wax myself. And this is Why? for me. It's not Why? for a photo shoot. Okay. I want to be hairless and I want to swim around in the ocean like a like a shiny seal. <laughs> and I don't want hair getting in the way of a lot of my swim speed. OK, all right. That I get. Yeah, I have new swim gloves. They're webbed in between the fingers. I know I got speed. And the only thing keeping me down is these goddamn pubes. <laughs> anyway. All that ass hair dragging you to the bottom <laughs> of the sea. Okay, now that's, all a, right. that's, that's a bit funny. much. But yes, you can also go and get between the cheeks, it's called. <laughs> if you're a man, you have to say, will you do between the cheeks? I'm out of that world. I don't do it anymore, but I'd like to do it at home. Like an the Ogilvy home perm. I'm, I shudder to think what you mean by that world. But you know what? <laughs> let's, let's get our guest in on this conversation. <laughs> it's a whole world. At the bit it's a whole world waiting. Our, next, our guest, our next guest. We've had multiple guests. Uh, <laughs> Over the years. Our first guest today. Today, <laughs> the first one, yes. He, I, I first met him uh, when he hosted a show downtown called Holy Fuck that became the best show in town. It was a very popular show and subsequently was albums of comedy <laughs> entitled Holy Fuck. He's done so much since then, but now I've drawn a blank. We almost <laughs> had a, a, a record label together that we'll talk about. 
Oh, sure. We almost started a comedy record label. (laughs) And yesterday was his birthday. Yesterday was... Please welcome. Yes. Mr. Dave Ross. Dave Ross, everyone. Hello, everyone. Uh, It's (laughs) nice to finally fucking be here. Happy birthday. Good Happy God. birthday. I, <laughs> we build the suspense. I, we build the tension. Yeah. So we, you come in hot Man. and you're ready to go. Yeah. That was like six minutes. I, 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 I couldn't Some perfect take it. material? I, yeah, it's true. Six minutes of me laughing and enjoying myself. Absolutely. Um, and he's furious about it. <laughs> no, thank you so much for having me. I love you both. So this is great. Thanks. Oh, we love you too. Thanks. We love yeah. you too, Dave. I'm gonna Yesterday say I love you. was my birthday. Um, How was it? Yeah, what'd you I'm do? I'm sick, so it sucked. Uh, but it was fine, you know. And I don't have COVID. I want to. I uh, I honestly thought because of uh, being sick, I thought like maybe I should reschedule. I'm sick, but uh, it's not COVID. And I do think it's kind of funny to talk about how like I don't know what happened was I went to a comedy festival. And Mm -hmm. the entire festival was vaccinated. Everyone was very safe. And then I got sick when I got back. And it dawned on me that I hadn't gotten sick in like a year and a half. And I don't really know what changed in the past year and a half. But I don't know. Just off the top of my head, I'm guessing that perhaps I wasn't around a bunch of comedians all the fucking time. And uh, wouldn't you know it, I didn't get sick for a year and a half. And uh, and then I went and I was around a bunch of comics and I got a cold right away. And uh, obviously quarantine was bad, but but one upshot was that (laughs) uh, I didn't get sick once a month. I feel like it's once a month that as a touring stand up, I get sick, you know, sure. you you might need some vitamin D or something. No, 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 no. Yeah, this is sounding like more of a character flaw. No, 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 no. Hold on. <laughs> here's how you're how, here's how you be healthy. You uh, you stay inside and you don't sleep and you eat meat and nothing else. And you're always <laughs> drunk. Right. Uh, all yeah. right. Joe Rogan. Yeah, yeah. And you never work out uh, <laughs> ever. Yeah. Right. Okay. Uh, <laughs> No, my birthday was fine. I'm just got a cold, you know. Yeah. You so you just stayed home and hung out. I stayed home. Yeah, it was. I don't know. Do you want to tell us about your birthday cake? Yeah. Oh sure. <laughs> so my good friend Lindsay Adams, uh, who is a funny comedian and also a good baker, and uh, combines the two often. Um, was like, I'm going to make you a cake. I, I didn't ask. Matter of fact, I was sick when she said it because I got sick the day before my birthday. And she kept asking me what I wanted for my cake. And I just like couldn't answer. And she was like, whatever, I'm making you a cake. And the cake was just a jet black cake that said, fuck you, Dave. <laughs> or was it black? Yeah, jet black. It was like Oreo cookie uh, frosting. And then it mm. tasted like an Oreo. It was so good. I mean, she's so good at what she does. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I saw that cake and I loved it. Fuck you, Dave. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, a yeah. Great. It was perfect. You didn't give her. You, you got to let people know what you want totally. on your cake. <laughs> yeah. On Even anything. If you have a cake made at a cake shop or in the back of a, of a market, they're going to put fuck you if you don't tell them exactly <laughs> what you want. Yeah, like. totally. <laughs> God, I wish um, Ralphs were like that. What do you want on it? The, you know, there used to be a website called Cake Rex that was amazing. And it was basically all the worst like grocery store cakes where people it would say like, um, happy birthday, Dave spelled with a D or, you know what I mean? Like the whole message would be on there. Like, however, the people oh, wrote wow. it down from the phone. Oh, so it would be great. like. You know, happy birthday, Cheryl, with an S. And with an S would also be on the cake. Right. Oh, my God. That's great. Because it was wonderful. in the phone message. 
Yes, exactly. Or they try to do like, they try to do a Shrek, but the person clearly just didn't have any skills. So it would be like three piles of green and some eyes or, oh you know, you have to look at it. It's, I, what, it used to get me through my day. Yeah, that's the <sighs> best. I want that. I want to see it right now. At the end, it says, do you take American Express? Just a whole <laughs> conversation on a cake. <laughs> on a cake, the whole thing. Uh, so good. But also, you know, no criticism to Lindsay, who sounds like a very talented person. But it is, I hate it anytime people want to do something like for my birthday or for me, but then give me assignments where it's like, yes, you know, just make, could you just make me a cake and have it not be work for me also? (laughs) Just like you execute the idea as if you wanted to do it. And then I have it. Yeah. Can I say actually? Yeah. I mean, she, I, I should also in her defense say she didn't wait long. She was like, what do you want? And I was like, uh, and she was like, what do you want? And I was like, uh, and she was like, whatever, fuck you. You're getting an Oreo cake. And then the Oreo cake said, fuck you. So, you know, yeah. she, she caught up, you know, and okay, good. I agree with you. And matter of fact, I agree with you to the extent of like, I wish, and this is going to be granted. I am. A couple things happen when I'm sick, uh, especially I'm in a fog. I'm like, fine, you know, I'll be okay. I'm almost over it, but my head isn't entirely clear. So at some point during this podcast, I might just say something weird, you know, I might just like yell at brand and you're like, why did he do that? Uh, And I also am grouchy. So, and I know that. So I'm going to, this is a little bit of a grumpy thing to say, but I always appreciate it when people say happy birthday, but particularly when we're comics and we know a million people and you know we're getting a bunch of them, just like say the one. You know what I mean? When it's like happy birthday and I'm like, thank you. And then you're like, how are you? I'm like, I really want you to die. I uh, <laughs> There are so many texts in my phone right now. I just cannot. And I was sick yesterday and I like racked up. And this is like such a champagne problem. I had so many people saying happy birthday. I realize that it's like yeah. not a real problem, but I would. It's like my friends and we've all been in quarantine for a year and a half. And like I said, I went to that festival. There's like a million comedians. There's like the three that are my close, close, close friends. And then there's like like 200 that I really, 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 really like. And then there's another larger chunk of people that I see and know, you know, and uh, and uh, and uh, that like that big chunk. And then my close friends are texting me and I'm just like looking at my phone, getting these notifications and I'm like. Do all of you want to have a conversation? Because I would rather know no people. I would rather have no friends <laughs> than have this amount of conversations in one day. You know what, David? I think you need to lay down for a little while. I think you need to put a, a warm compress on your head. Am I being grumpy? <laughs> yeah. No, that you're sucks. fine. You gave us the grumpy warning. You warned. You did warn us. We're yeah. ready. We're ready for have it. Have you, Dave or Karen, ever had a surprise people? I haven't. Where people hide and they jump out and yes. say, happy birthday, we love I'm you. I'm going to tell mine first because because um, uh, I'm rude. Um, <laughs> for my 40th birthday, I had a surprise party and it was perfectly planned because I went out to breakfast with my friends and then Pete planned this party like to start at one o'clock, which you'd never expect. So it was basically like a barbecue afternoon party, but 
I, of course, wasn't, th- I was like, oh, I'm going to go to breakfast this morning and maybe we'll do something tonight type of, that's, that was the plan for the day. So we had had breakfast at Little Dom's and their coffee, which we had a fuck ton of, is incredibly <laughs> strong. My favorite kind of coffee, like Italian roast, really black, wonderful, strong coffee that we drank all throughout breakfast and got crazy, like caffeine high on. When I walked through that front door and 40 of my friends screamed happy birthday or screamed surprise, <laughs> I, I thought I was going to have a heart attack. I literally was like, oh! it was so fucking unexpected and yeah. bizarre and uh, like really confusing. And then I was over caffeinated beyond belief that I literally was like, this is it. It was like, it was crazy. What a specifically terrible thing to have happen on your 40th too. I feel like like I turned 39 this year and uh, and I feel like if I were to have any version of a heart thing on my 40th, I'd be like, this is what they said. This is what they said. Yes, happens. it just yeah. happens overnight. Yeah. <laughs> Suddenly you're just old. Yeah. And yeah. Weak. You just die. You have yeah. 40th birthday party and you just die immediately. <laughs> you collapse. Yeah. And on top of everything, you suddenly need reading glasses. <laughs> <laughs> your, your body, your corpse. Ooh, I had a good you're, de- Chris, you're dead corpse. <laughs> I had a good I had a good. Uh, a, a thing you might be with your hair and your glasses. I want for Halloween. Perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. I mean, like when when Karen was like, "You look like this." I got one. Okay, I got one. Yeah, okay. with the reading glasses and the free. I think uh, you look like if Doc Brown's son was a rapper. Uh, yeah. You know? Yes. Yes. You like the Chet young... Hanks. Yeah. Of the Chet Hanks of universe. Doc Brown. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, God, yeah. that sounds great. <laughs> Can I you would... give us a little, Chris? Take a moment and then give us a little Doc Brown son, oh, who's also a rapper, please. Uh, <clears throat> you see me roll up in my DeLorean, but no one's awake because they're snoring. Yes. Everyone's wow. napping. No one's here. Didn't wow. have a bar party, uh, uh, but still it's a cheer because I cheers myself when I drink alone. Yes. Wow. Against a lamp, I'll tap the throne. Then I sit on the toilet because I have a bad case of... Uh, uh, I Rapping's hard, isn't it? It's, it's so like, hard. My back yeah. is sweaty and now I got to sit like this all wet. I'm still <laughs> rapping, by the way. I'm still oh, rapping. That's, that's Guys, stop interrupting. I'm in the middle of my song and it won't Sorry. be long. Oh, so man. I got to call I the phone a monster. and I feel wait like. for a song. It's a call waiting song. Text support. Man. Everybody this knows somehow that became I'm... a whole other podcast. <laughs> yeah. This is like a very different podcast now. What yeah. if the whole time I talk like this? <laughs> interrupting. Getting all filled with disses for you and you and everybody oh, I know. Oh, boy. Chris is snap. And that's the end snap. of the show. <laughs> I said that's the end of the show. I'm back. Oh, he's back. Thanks, Great job. Thank yeah. you. Well, you know. That was nice. It's just now whatever you, comes into your head, you say it, and there isn't a lot of pressure to rhyme with modern day rap. Um, that's true. <laughs> yeah, it's more, it's more lyrical. It's more narrative. I'm yeah. so upset like you made me do that, Karen. <laughs> you loved every fucking I was second excited. of it, and you wouldn't stop. I was excited, <laughs> and then I just didn't do as well as I thought I would. You were great. Are you kidding? It rhymed at all. It's oh, incredible. I mean. Right? It, yeah. I you didn't bail. That was I like really fishing. You, not <laughs> yeah. only did you not bail, you the opposite of bailed. 
Uh, yeah. Yeah. You continued I, and kept rhyming. I feel, honestly, I'm like really impressed. You powered through. <laughs> yeah. The one time I had to freestyle rap at a venue, it was on Sunset. Someone handed me the mic and I said, my name is Chris <laughs> and I'm here to say, I don't know what to do. Please take this away. And I handed the <laughs> mic away. That was my rap. Oh, wow. That's great. Yeah, it went very well. It was well received. Yeah, it seems like it. Because they knew that I shouldn't have continued. One time I saw Josh Androsky at, uh, uh, what was the show, the downstairs show, Paul Danke and um, those guys downstairs show. At Rafi's? Remember the weird art? Yes, Rafi's. Yeah, yeah, that? Comedy Garage. At the Comedy Garage, Josh Androsky at the end of his set challenged a guy in the audience to a rap battle. And then Man. it turned out the guy was really fucking good at of rapping. He was, he was just some blonde guy. And it was one of the funniest things I've ever seen because Josh wasn't terrible at it. But then this guy came back <laughs> and fucking like destroyed the room. Wow. And no, it was not planned, obviously. And not like <laughs> it was just it, Machine that Gun Kelly. Just Machine Gun <laughs> Kelly was standing. What? <laughs> Waiting for his big chance. Yeah. That's how his career That's got how started. He got discovered. That's so funny. And Josh was like, I'm going to give you a million dollars yes. yeah i have it <laughs> I, I have it for you yeah that's how it's career started. <laughs> wow that is such a funny thing about being a comedian isn't it like i know i've now been around uh 10 or 12 years and in my first four years five years of stand-up everybody i knew uh everybody that i was close with we were stand-ups and you couldn't have convinced me that these people i i knew that they were all like, I still, I don't know, maybe you feel this way, too, but I still think all the people I came up with are, like, the funniest people, you know? And we end up in different places and stuff. But at the time, I was like, these are all comedians. They are all stand-ups. Even though they're all different and weird, they will all always be stand-ups. And now, with, like, some distance from it, it's really funny and interesting to me how many of them ended up in other random places. Josh, who I think is like a lobbyist <laughs> uh, <laughs> for the coal industry. <laughs> no, he really, it took a turn. It took a turn with him. Right. Yeah. Change. Yeah. He's an Good Enron change. guy. And I know Enron's <laughs> gone, but he, he I just, thought he was kind of hippie-ish yeah. before, but now yeah. he absolutely yeah. is for a, for he actually fossil uh, makes uh, gold way. toilets for the Trump family. <laughs> uh, he sculpts them. No, he is uh, he is like a political activist. And I guess he always was that, but that's like most, of what he he focuses on now when i talked to him he worked for nithya raman and other people wow and uh you know so I mean, he moved away or does he still live no here? he's still here you can be um, in politics and live in los angeles that's interesting yeah. it's nice Local... to know there's a plan b <laughs> <laughs> yeah it goes comedian and that's the most important job and then <laughs> lobbyist <laughs> which is clearly not what he's doing and i just don't know what the word for it is it's and funny. i have a go ahead and then everyone oh, go so ahead <laughs> everyone at the same time this is the zoomiest the zoomiest yeah, of yeah. awkward conversations but chris just i was just gonna do uh who chris reminds me of which is um like an environmental studies professor mm, yes um who's a rapper Who's, who also right? raps about apartheid and, you know, stuff like that, you know, just causes and stuff. 
Yeah. It's only one world gotta take care of it. It's only yep. one world gotta yep. take care yes. of it. Yes. Even when you white. <laughs> Even when you shit. You got what? Sorry. It's always I, shitting. Yeah. It always, oh, how, what else am I gonna I'm rap la, about? I'm like I've been a, in my apartment all day shitting. You rap about <laughs> what you know. I'm like a conservationist shit rapper. It was yeah. going yeah. to be in I was gonna start talking about water conservation. <laughs> And don't flush. Guys, did you know that Eminem? Speaking of shit rappers, that Eminem. (laughs) Just kidding. Just kidding. Ah, No, no. But he just started. He just opened a restaurant called Mom's Spaghetti, and I believe in his hometown. No. Yes, for real. And he actually. He went and served the first 10 people in line himself. What? Oh, my God. And then was like, bye, I can't do this anymore. That's like if Macklemore opened up keyboards and kneeboards. You have to. I mean, you got to have a plan B. That's important. Everyone's like. It's also sort of like Charles Manson opening a spaghetti restaurant. Not that Eminem killed anyone, but he says he's going to all the time. Yeah. yeah, that's rap, though, Dave. You know that. That's the lifestyle. But well, what if tr- Triumph the Insult Comic Dog eats there and then he has poisoned spaghetti wow. because they had beef back in the day? That's true. Or Moby. Maybe that's why he's doing it. Sure. Moby, Fred Durst, Ja Rule. He's just like, it's just a long con to kill his enemies. <laughs> and, and you know. <laughs> poison spaghetti. <laughs> yeah. Mom's poison. Should I call it that? I don't think. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Two on the nose. Let's just, yeah, yeah. let's just poison the spaghetti and call it mom's spaghetti. And Karen, you know, I know there's a lot of posturing and hip hop. And I know that there's a lot of like talking about violence. And some people were violent. But Eminem has always struck me as like where as like re- most gangster rap, they're like, we shoot people. And then Eminem's like, I'm going to shoot specifically my wife. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I was like, what? <laughs> Why? <laughs> That's horrible. <laughs> he was very specific yeah, as, a, it was as a rapper. Very strange. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I remember when I first he- heard him, I'm like, is his mom still alive? Because she'd probably hate to hear this. Right. <laughs> Very specific to his mom. Yeah. You're talking about the mom that he threw up mom's spaghetti? Yeah, the one that made the spaghetti, that lady. <laughs> it yeah. was you, oh, you took that as the spaghetti was so bad he threw it threw it up. His, his very way. first song. Isn't was that like, the rhyme? It was Please, it, don't it, explain that song to me. <laughs> no. Let the first verse goes like this. <laughs> uh, my name is who? My name is what? My name is Mom Sucks. That's right. Like yeah. <laughs> I remember that album. Yeah, yeah. Mom Sucks Shady. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. No, wasn't that the right? Isn't Mom Spaghetti from eight, the 8 Mile soundtrack? And he says he's like uh, nervous, yeah. so he throws up Mom Spaghetti. I thought yeah, that's. Yeah, your, okay. your palms are sweaty. Palms are sweaty. Can't forget it. Gotta get ready. Mom Spaghetti. <laughs> Freddie Mercury. Yeah. <laughs> oh, right. You know, yeah. it's one of the hardest. Wow. Wow, totally. I love Tom Petty. Yeah. <laughs> yep. yeah. He does, too. He says that. He does. <laughs> I hate my wife oh. and I love Tom Petty. The Eminem story. <laughs> um, wasn't that actual song, though? It's Lose Yourself, right? Yes. Very yeah. famous. Big hit. Yes. I like. I still like it. Totally. It's great. I like that song. When you get pumped up for your rap battles, that's what you listen to <laughs> on your Walkman. It is time. my Eye of the Tiger. 
Because <laughs> I the Tiger doesn't put you in the mood. That's when I'm in a uh, a, a rock battle. I listen to that. Wow, what's a rock battle? They what? have them at the Whiskey A Go Go. <laughs> I'll bet you they actually do have them yeah. at the Whiskey A Go Go. Yeah. He's like, ooh. Man, that's one of my favorite things about Your Los Angeles. Your too tight. <laughs> you know, like every now and then I'll, I'll occasionally go to that neighborhood. It's not where I live. It's it's not where I hang out. But mm. uh, but I go and I you know I like it. And uh, but it's not like where I think to go. And so I forget. But when you go there. <laughs> You're like pretty quickly reminded that in the, on the Sunset Strip, there still are people in that culture and mode. Yep. And yeah. you see yep. the dudes and they got fucking like spurs on their <laughs> yeah. pants. <laughs> yeah. Because they got to go operate the mechanical bull at Saddle Ranch. Right. Totally. <laughs> in character. That's the only way to get it to go faster is to dig your spurs into its... Uh, you know, whatever battery. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. No, they're walking and they got like a handkerchief hanging out their back pocket and they have a leather jacket and they have a shirt that says fucking, you know, stiff little fingers and like long hair. <laughs> and uh, I just forgot. I just forget, you know? Yeah. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. You know, there's a really good Motley, the Motley Crue story biopic or whatever. I think it's called Dirty or Dirt or something yeah. like that. It's on Netflix or oh, yeah. something. And yeah, it's yeah. basically it's um, Nikki Six's memoir. They they filmed it and there's a bunch of really great people in it. It's a, it's a delightful watch. Really? And yes. And they spent, they used to have an apartment that was right around the corner from the Roxy. And so they were always either at the Roxy or the Rainbow Room huh. and doing shows at the Whiskey A Go Go, the Roxy, the Rainbow Room. But then their apartment, like they would finish a show, literally walk across the street wow. and the audience would come to their apartment and they would do drugs and right. party all night. And it was like, the, it just makes me think that's, we caught the tail end of that because I moved to LA in 94 and there was a, still a little bit of Rainbow Room type of action that felt relevant um but it reminds me of when i used to have a studio par studio apartment near silver lake lounge and um <laughs> yeah all the homeless yeah. people from the open mic would come eat my food yeah and watch yeah. youtube videos yeah it's very similar scene <laughs> same vibe same drugs interesting yeah that's isn't that so funny how like i don't know i mean i'm gonna say something that i guess is probably the exact same thing as you just said karen i'm so sorry but like a thing will that's just podcast, like baby yeah that's podcast. <laughs> we're all doing it over and over again on each other's <laughs> shows um some there's like a moment right where uh something is huge and uh and then it just stays and you forget that it stays <laughs> mm -hmm. um yes but yeah Specifically, that neighborhood is like that because all of those venues are still there. And I'll yeah. bet you that when that stuff was popular, that it was the most fun ever being down yeah. there. Yes. Yeah. Yes, for sure. Well, especially back then, I think people, you do drugs at your table. You know what I mean? Like those bars, like it was the whole vibe of the bar at the time was like rock stars get to party here and maybe you'll get in too. 
So, right. you know, that's right. the, that whole vibe was very, Speaking very specific. Dave, do you remember when we were out to dinner and the guy we were with was doing drugs at the table? Oh, yeah. I've <laughs> yeah. The I waiter do. came and it's just, just cocaine. Doing drugs. <laughs> it was really? really funny, too, because... I think it's probably good for the sake of storytelling to not give many more details. I think we probably feel the same, Chris. Okay, of but course. still. But I think something that's worth saying is that, but like, still. <laughs> we, Chris and I were, it was, what, four years ago, five years ago? Yeah, at least. And, and this was the, the type of person where you, it, it, it's like an interesting story. And it was so weird what happened that both Chris and I said no to doing coke and now at the time i didn't do drugs and i don't think you did either chris but like oh, well I, it was I did. maybe yeah. you did okay fine yeah but, but i like didn't at all but it was such an restaurant. interesting situation there are there are uh elements that could have changed in and out of the story that would have made me be like you know what i'll do it because this is really interesting but yeah. it was just so terrifying <laughs> yeah it was just truly what i'm saying is like we're two people that are not completely closed off to the idea of doing cocaine. And we're sitting with a person who's famous and uh, they start doing cocaine at the table. And we were still like, oh, no, 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 yeah, no yeah. way. No, yeah. we got to get the fuck out of here, dude. It was like legitimately like this is awful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hold on. So I'm going to guess who this is. I'm going to guess who it is. It's somebody that wants to hang out with comics, which means is it a musician themselves? Uh oh. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. Is it a con? Is it, one of those musicians that also thinks they're funny? Yeah, it's, I'm gonna get it. It's Jessica um. Simpson. It, <laughs> <laughs> it, it was Jessica Simpson. Um, okay, good. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. And she wanted to do, us to. Well, we were gonna do. Uh, I we were both interested in possibly having. Uh, comedy albums on a record label connected yes. to this person and then <laughs> and slowly we realized like they just thought we were going to run a label and you and I don't right. know how to run a record label and so it just <laughs> right. kind of fizzled out. It just, like, yeah, totally. I don't know that, uh, yeah, we but that's not my expertise and I For also sure. don't have any interest. Yeah. So. Yeah, that it's not a parallel to stand-up comedy no. running a business. <laughs> yes. I'm actually going through, it's like pretty heavy right now but it's been over the course of the past three years because chris like you said i had that great show downtown holy fuck i started that show when i was three months into stand-up and uh, really yeah and <laughs> i <clears throat> so i like my introduction into comedy and the like the world of making stuff in comedy was was sold out audiences <laughs> right that <laughs> and producing that and yeah. and like and so yeah, I mean, I one of the reasons I ended that show was because people's context for me was not that I was a comedian and that really bothered me. And, sure. Uh, but now I've been running stuff and producing stuff because I just like kind of learned how and got good at it right away. Sure. And uh, and now I'm I have been doing this however long, and it's been like a never ending battle to stop myself from saying yes to it is what I'm saying. And it's yeah. really funny. I like like we were just talking about. 
I agreed to try to run a label and I was like, I don't want to do this. And, uh, <laughs> and I'm still doing it. It's, I, I don't know. I guess I don't know what I'm saying. But really. there must be, I, Dave, there's, mu- can I say what you're saying? Sure. There must be something <laughs> in you. First of all, it's a big accomplishment to make that adjustment and actually make it work. Mm-hmm. So once you're done with a series like Holy Fuck, where it really was a, it was a huge show. People wanted to be on it, whatever, whatever you were doing, it was working. So yeah. when you're done with something, like that it's very smart of you to want to collect up all that experience and take that somewhere else totally because you have to as a stand-up comic and for any stand-up comics who are going to like move to la or whatever get yourself uh like three other potential jobs because you're going to need them right because being successful in stand-up comedy is vague rare it never feels right like the idea of you saying no one saw you as a comic which i think that's probably a lot in your head but like you can do lots of things and still be a comic and you should because you're gonna need that money 100 percent. and you know what i don't uh regret i i really don't regret it any i like i did that i ran a storytelling show i took a break for a minute and then i started my show that i have now good heroin and i've like always produced podcasts and had sketch groups and stuff because of this exact thing you're saying. I like went on tour and booked my own tours. And I guess what I'm saying is I am now realizing that that was all positive and good. And it all contributed to me being the comedian and person I am today. Um, And yeah, I'm grateful for the skills and I'm sure that I will uh, use some of them again, or maybe I'll like fall back in love with one of those things. But I'm realizing now that it is, as hard as it is to learn things and how true it is that you have to do a million things to make it as a comedian. Also dividing your focus is a, like makes it hard to master something, at least for me in the yeah. case of stand up. And so I'm now after years of doing that, realizing what I want to be is a comedian solely. That's my number one priority. And I have to take all this stuff off my plate but I have built the habit of saying yes to everything and making everything on my own. So I just keep on taking projects and then I'm like, fuck. And I have to like take it off my plate. Uh, and, uh, and it's like a weird process. That's the opposite of that. But I think it's also good because it's always <laughs> learning, you know, and it really is like, I don't know if, if there are young comedians listening, I can't recommend this enough. Do everything, do all of it. And then you'll find out what you love and then get rid of the stuff you don't love. And that's what I'm yeah. going through right now. Yeah. 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 Also, I think the only people who can really focus on stand up have rich dads. I mean, like, (laughs) truly, who are the people who can be like, you know what? (laughs) This is all I'm doing or whatever, unless you somehow get into the place where you're you're starting to headline theaters. But until that time, I that's that's the big lie of L.A. is people pretending that they're it's fine and they're not broke and freaking out or that they're not rich and everything is paid for. Yeah. Wow. That's so true. And I, I had to teach myself to start saying no to things, uh, in the art world. Cause I was always kind of supplementing right. my comedy career with doing art. And like, like you're yeah. talking, I, they would sometimes coincide. I was, Oh, I can make my own posters or I, but I was usually doing it for other people. And even though it's somehow related, you are, it's two different doorways. And you, if yeah. you want to go through one, you're wasting time with the other, even if you enjoy it. Like I enjoy doing art and I right. used to do it for a living, but I do it less and less now because I, f- I feel like it's 
it just occupies my time. It's it's not- yeah. I mean, there's limited. There just is limited time. I would say there, ironically enough, lately has been even more limited time. I think is the reason I'm thinking of it. Like we are all inside, and so we technically have more time. But I I cannot manage the amount of things I used to manage anymore. The way that I feel indoors it's just true i wish it weren't i have the mental health concoction i have and it just is and i also the other reason i'm going through this is that i spent quarantine you know i mean if you look at the internet everyone's happy and a fucking millionaire in our lives (laughs) and uh and they're all like i just know so many people that in quarantine got like ten thousand more followers and like whatever i don't know what they're doing they twitch stream and all this shit i I did all of it i i like taught myself to to stream from my house i like i like turned my home i i'm in this office now but i had like a poster wall behind me so it looked artful behind me and i was like i had two podcasts going and then i started a patreon with another podcast on it and i was just doing all this stuff making videos out of my room and i was never happy for a moment like truly (laughs) like not even for a second and the sick irony of all that is that when we started to come out of quarantine was i like left I went to like one open mic and I was like, whoa, I hate all of that. And I just stopped doing it. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> and I, um, and yeah, it's weird. It's, I, I'm in this strange place now where I really, I have this similar frustration with, with LA, Karen. Uh, well, I guess I should say I have a frustration with LA that you just punctuated with that just very real fact. No one says. And, uh, and so while it's true, I'm not rich. Uh, I do have a little bit of income from comedy for the first time ever, which is, which is nice. I have like some money coming in from Sirius from my albums, which is good. Right. And so that makes it a little easier. Uh, and that's probably what makes me think this, but. I like really as much as I, I, I'm not a rich kid and I don't have someone bankrolling my life or career. Um, and I've been terrified most of the time I've been a comedian. I also <laughs> am like so over doing the things I don't want to do. I don't know if it's the quarantine really made it clear in my mind, but like the stuff in comedy that I don't like to do makes me feel so bad. I just don't mm-hmm. think it's worth it anymore. And I include yeah. Twitter in that list. Yeah. I I can't stand it. I and I I don't know the the dialogue around comedy like five or six years ago was you got to do all of it. You got to every yep. comedian. You got to have a you got to do yeah. stand up every day. You got to have a sketch group. You got to have a podcast. You got to have a Patreon, Twitter, Instagram. You got to dance. Uh, you know what <laughs> I mean? <laughs> it's and uh, and so I did all of it and I got to a certain level of experience or being good at each of them. Some of them I was actually good at. Some of them I faked it. And uh and then it just turns out that I just I don't know. I just don't know if it's beneficial to your career to do a thing that gets you slowly gets you 10,000 followers over the course of five years, but mm-hmm. also simultaneously slowly chips away at your sense of well-being. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. I, I think we might be doing it wrong. <laughs> Is that why you said on Twitter? Haven't you just every day been... Uh, 
typing what day is it? What day is it? I have a I have a bot programmed to tweet what day is it every day at twelve fifteen p.m. and uh, and and I also I have a podcast that that is honestly uh, that I love so much and so I'll dip into. Uh, my Twitter and I'll use it to promote the podcast, but that's really it generally. Sure. And then I go back and delete. Uh, I also <laughs> deleted all of my tweets except for like five. And then, so it's just, what day is it? And you can look back. It's been going for two or three years. Now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, but don't you think it's changing? Like I can't be on, t- I can barely be on Twitter anymore. I've changed. I've om- I'm only following like weird astrology, uh, accounts and then like four people that wow, I actually like. Because you but, were, there was a time, Karen, where you were looking at Twitter every hour. Like I remember you were way into it to where oh, I was yeah. like, yeah. oh, I'm going to get into it too. We used to yeah. call you Twitter Kill Gareth. No. Yeah. <laughs> it breaks my heart. Yeah, 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 yeah. Close doors and you just opened a door, Dave. In fairness. Dave, you open a door, you're going to need to shut it. In fairness, you did perform as a rapper under that name. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Twitter Gareth. And how, would, how what was that Karen. song you used to do, Karen? I used to say, my name is Twitter Karen and I'm here to tweet. <laughs> wow. That's the yeah. big difference. <laughs> Jake Okay, I don't tweet that. I delete. You know, delete. That's that's when Dave comes in because we're totally. actually we're gonna be a rap trio. Totally, we'll work on it and figure it out by the end. Twitter but. Karen and delete Dave. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's right. But I think the everything is changing because the, you're right. It's like the context of the world is changing so dramatically that doing the thing we did five years ago makes no fucking sense. And right. the kind of cognitive dissonance it creates by pretending everything's fine and pretending like every time I write a joke, that's just a plain joke. And I post it for the first thing I think is, I think I've already tweeted this, <laughs> <laughs> but then I also just go, who cares? Like this is the emptiest thing in a world where we literally have Nazis on the street. Right. Like yeah. we, there is a real issues like on the ground in front of us, homeless encampments, like right. shit falling straight up apart. And uh, and you're up here going like a duck walked into you a doctor's office. What, it's though, just like, the mo- it's insane. The more I've done stand up lately and I've been doing it a lot. People want to hear those d- duck jokes. Uh, uh, I actually they don't want to hear <laughs> you know your so Nazi funny is, in the street jokes. They no, they don't. Even it's though not funny. it seems like there's pressure to do it, you have to do it so well. I will say though light. that I think that both of those feelings are uh, like valid and worth holding on to because I feel the exact same thing. I feel like it is weird to to pursue or like chase after something. That is selfish in this like fucked up world, right? Right. Yeah. But at the exact that's same the time, confrontation. Yeah. Oh yeah. So y- you you can all you're do you're gonna live. You're still living. All you can do is try to put positivity in the world. Right. And so I actually like agree- I am similarly not really writing, but I know that this is just for me. It's I'm not really writing and performing jokes that are challenging people politically for this reason, Chris. But at the exact same time, I think, Karen, that like I, I just couldn't agree more. And I think it's like I think for that reason, you gotta only do what actually matters to you, right? That's the yep. thing, is that we were out here doing stuff that didn't entirely matter to us. Yeah. And I think if you're out here doing stand up and you don't really love it, then like I don't know. I mean, like, I'm not going to tell you not to do something in your life. Do whatever you want. But like, 
it's not going to make you happy and it might make the world worse. <laughs> no, you know, a lot like, of those yeah. people uh, are gone. I, yeah. It's weird how often the like the improv is giving me, they're like, do you want to do it this week too? I'm like, where is everybody? That used to be in my, they were comfortably an obstacle in my career and now it's all open and I, and I don't think I'm good at it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, I got to get oh, back no, out. No, I'm still relearning. Uh, can you book someone else? They moved away to become a lobbyist and i'm not uh, <laughs> you know everyone went to be a lobbyist <laughs> no it's a weird time but also i think that to your earlier point dave that idea that doing things because you're you think you're supposed to that's a very stand-up comedy culture mindset yeah. it's you heard other people talking about it one night at a show and so you also have to get on elo like remember that shit where everyone's yes. like you have to get on elo yes that's the newest thing and i remember being like well i simply don't care so i'm not going to get on elo but all these people were like here i am over on elo no one went over right and everyone realized oh these things aren't um the you're not going to get or lose anything for not being on another fucking platform. Right. That's marketing. And that's basically you being persuaded by like marketing in, in a lot of ways. And you're making decisions not based on what you want to do or what inspires you yeah. or what you have an idea for, but to compete with the fear that you might fall behind. Right. It right. never works. Right. Yeah. It's now, funny, I though. will say that four days ago, I did get on TikTok and <laughs> yeah. uh, I just I just did it. Now, here's the only thing I will say in my defense, because I do just agree. <laughs> and for uh, forever, I was like, I'm not going to get a TikTok. I hate it. I don't want to be on more social media. And then I was just like, yeah, but what if it actually does happen to help? So here's what I'm doing. I have a bunch of clips that I'd made for Instagram. I'm going to put them up. And uh, if I don't have a bunch of followers in a month, I'm going to delete my account. <laughs> and I like really mean that. I really think like because I hate I do hate it. But if it if all I have to do is upload things I've already made and I get yeah. followers, like who cares? I'll do that. Yeah. Yeah. So, the benefit not to be nerdy. Yeah. But the benefit of TikTok is people can grab anything you post and post it anywhere. It's not right. guarding it from everyone like Instagram's like, yeah, you can share it among star group. But. Right. That's what I realized about TikTok is you can put something up there and then other people share it in other places. So I'm on there too, but I haven't done any dancing or lip syncing. Oh, uh, we'll get guys. Or, that's uh, where the that's where the real money is. But, you got to uh, learn those dances. But you know what? I've no. gone on there and gone down this wormhole of people, uh, you know, putting their filter of their mouth on their cat and they lip sync. <laughs> oh, mama! Oh, la cha cha cha! <laughs> and I watched a bunch a bunch of them in a row, and my day was better because. Sure. Uh, And uh, it's what I'm going to do right after we're done recording. But I'm but Yeah. My sister's big into TikTok because my niece, who is 14, is big into TikTok. And she my so my sister sends me TikToks that she loves. And there's an account called Korean Dad. And it's a guy talking into the camera. He's your nice Korean dad. So he goes, come over here. Do you want to eat a sandwich? And he like he talks to you as if you're his child. And he's really supportive and he's really nice. And he is like he's always like encouraging you to share your feelings and 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 telling you you're great and that. If you had a hard day, you're going to have a great day tomorrow. It's one of the cutest things I've ever seen. It's fantastic. And it really does feel like there are people who get that 
there are people who are answering that call of we are in unprecedented times that are that's really fucking with a, almost everybody's head. Yeah. And what can you do that is isn't just self-serving, but actually is kind of like there's a little bit of give back. Yeah. In it. And it's great. Yeah. I mean, it's a beautiful thing to see. There is a certain corner of TikTok. My my friend Justin sent me <laughs> this series of videos that was two like aggressive dudes just like stone face looking into the camera and you're like okay this is going to be some macho shit but they're just like what are you upset about man she dumped you that sucks you don't need her but not like in a negative way not against her you uh <laughs> you're gonna be okay just bring some positivity into your life it's these two dudes just like yelling <laughs> and they're all like focus on yourself it's gonna be all right. You have love, and uh, there's this like whole. Are they are they exceedingly dude. muscular? Because otherwise, I'm not listening. <laughs> they are muscular and they okay. seem angry. Okay, <laughs> maybe it wasn't. But they're her saying fault. positive things. <laughs> yeah, I like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that is yeah. great. Yeah, it's the that's the new way culturally. Yeah, there is a positivity wave that's happening. It's the we call it the Ted Lasso effect at, at sure. my company, but um <laughs> because because everyone is we've spent the past five years being super fucking stressed and scared for our lives. Many people, you know, to gradient degrees, but in a way that we never had to deal with before. Yeah. So it's just like you don't realize. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I like to have fun. Yeah. You know, it's funny is you just watch me. I don't know. How long are we talking about I like that? To have fun. Uh, I do. I'm fun. I'm a fun guy. Um, how that was 20 minutes or 15 or whatever. Me being real fired up. I get so mad because because of what you're talking about. Karen. Well, Dave, but you, I don't. You, you have a fever, buddy. <laughs> well, there's sick. that too. But you're sick, Dave. But I also I was just doing it to lead into saying I'm not doing stand up about it for that reason. It's not funny to me. And you no. know what? I'll like I know that some people do. Like Will Weldon's perfect example. Like he gets so fired up and he just gets funnier and funnier. I just get mad. I start crying. You know what I mean? The crowd's <laughs> like, "Is he all right?" Uh, and uh, I go up there and I talk about poop or Starbucks or whatever, and we all forget about it for a half an hour. And those that's are what just I things I rap about. Poop those and Starbucks. Are, yeah, well, they are those related. Are Chris's areas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The the it's Starbucks poop conservationist rapper. <laughs> Do I know why they call you Doc Brown now. Yeah, there it is. There it is. See, dude, yeah. I will hire you. Oh, also, I showed a bunch of my friends your, you just made all those sports mascot. I oh. I hope they're shirts that they just are say, shirts. I hate you, dad, or, or what, yeah, what are some of the, I just, can people buy those? So, yes, yes, the, there, there's a website. It's uh, www.emo.football. And uh, <laughs> and I so I found a sports logo design generator online yeah. and uh, and I was like messing around with it and I started making a bunch of designs that people wanted shirts. And uh, so I'm selling them there. Also, if you want to make your own, there's a link to the generator on the site. I felt weird about it. <laughs> so because literally the generator does a lot of the work. And so I was like, is this OK to sell? But whatever. I don't know. Uh, it's a, yeah. Uh, apparently, I own all. It's OK to sell if people want to buy. Sorry, right. I'm a capitalist. Hey, well, yeah, no, that's me what too. You commies. <laughs> it's generating it. 
Yeah, it's generating. And I it. edit it, and yeah, but I because it's doing some of the work. I didn't feel good about it unless I posted. Yeah, what are some That's of them? I'm not thinking of, of good too. ones. Like I'm sad, and it's just a a beaver <laughs> with a helmet. Like, it, but they well, look like. It, Honestly, that's not that far off from what mine are. Like, there's one that's like a, a football, uh, like a football player in a about to like the play's about to start stance, and it says, "Do you know a good therapist?" Um, <laughs> yeah, stuff like yeah. that. I love. Yes. They're great. There's they're a baseball great. logo of a guy about to hit a ball, and it just says, "Help." It's like stuff like that. All of um, my friends were interested because they're all skateboarders, and they they're not a team sports person, oh yeah but yeah they that's a funny thing that you did also imagine if someone wore one of those shirts to like a say a professional football game and people in the crowd saw it and then were like i do need help Wait. and it really actually <laughs> led people yeah. to get help in some way i hope so I really yeah, hope Dave. so. Yeah, thank you. Then you earn that money. Man, I am a fun guy. You know what? You I am a beaver wearing a helmet. <laughs> <laughs> I do know a good therapist. Um, wow. Deep down. Yeah. I was a good therapist all along. They're just conversation uh, starters to conversations <laughs> that will lead nowhere that you wish you weren't in. But you know, still, get the shirts. <laughs> I will say they're all so there's the there's a lot of them that are just jokes about mental health. But then there are a, are a couple that say uh, one of them just says eat shit. It's like a, <laughs> it it looks like a um uh, it's just like it looks like the Blue Jays logo, but it just says eat shit instead. And then there's one that says fuck you, idiot. And there's like a hot dog. And I just want to point out. <laughs> oh, yeah, the hot yeah. dog. I want that there one. There are uh, the eat shit one is very funny to me because that one is one of the ones that has sold a bunch. Um, but it is the only one that of all the genders of people that buy, which it is across. It is like the gamut of genders will shop from the emo football store. Only men buy eat shit. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. It's uh, and it's I don't kind really... of a, it's just a dude thing to it's, say. Yeah, and to yeah, w- like as a girl, you can't wear a shirt around that says eat shit, right? Because then you'll the guys that will talk to you. Oh yeah, they'll they'll be shit. They'll be. Cope, is it coprophilia? They'll be right. they'll have interests that you that maybe you don't want to be drawing to. You'll be like, oh my yeah, god, yeah. she eats shit too. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god, you love eating shit. As well. yeah. Yeah. Oh great, it's just come, a big dope come hither, scat men. <laughs> just open the scat man doors. <laughs> oh god, I think we started. We opened this podcast with the scat man doors, and now we're closing it with the scat man doors. You know what? If we're nothing, if not consistent, yes, I love it's poop. True. I do, man. Oh, I love shitting. <laughs> what a relief. Yeah, true. What a release. What a what a both, you know? <laughs> what a everything. Dave, so you have your um hot dogs telling you to fuck off shirts uh-huh. and you just yes. plug that. Is there anything else you want to plug before you go? And is there anything else you want to talk about before um, you go? Yeah, I mean, I, I have a podcast called What's It Called? 
And uh, it's just my favorite thing. Uh, thing. We have so much fun. I would love it if you listen to it. It's uh, the website is what's it called dot rodeo. Um, and it's honestly, there's no theme. I have no way to sell it to you. If you thought I was funny, you might like it. It's uh, called what's it called? My friend Caleb Sinan and I. We don't know what our podcast is called, and that's what we <laughs> we just. Oh, that's great. Because Karen and I were doing that the first couple episodes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And now you we know how we came up with the name. <laughs> um, yeah, it's a lot of fun. My website is DaveToTheRoss.com, D-A-V-E-T-O-T-H-E-R-O-S-S.com. And I have like, I have an album and merch and I have my podcast and some other stuff. And some of it costs money and some of it's free. And like uh, looking at any of it uh, is great. <laughs> Truly. I don't know. We're all broke. I can't ask for money. But if you want to share it or watch or listen well, but- to shit, you know. Yeah, if people go on there and then they they they're interested if there's yeah. things things you've created things things you've made and they're willing to spend that money and that's up to them. Totally, yeah. that's what it's all about. That's Don't. what my capitalist society <laughs> that I am promoting yes. is all about. Totally. Yes, Dave. Do not apologize for soliciting your wares. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, never. Yeah, which I do every single time I come on this podcast. <laughs> uh, we ask for it though. It's called the plug section. No, truly, it's plug section. <laughs> It's what we do, and there's something about it where every time I do a podcast, I'm like, I'm sorry that I'm doing the thing I came here to do. <laughs> uh, yeah. That every other comic does on every other podcast. I also yeah. do want to ask you all to please register Republican and vote for Republicans, <laughs> because I am a Republican, and I love money. Man, you um, pulled a 180 there. Yes. Yeah, Dave, that's, that was surprising. Uh, I just like the politicians, really. <laughs> Them as people, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have good vibes. Yes. They have good vibes yeah. as people. Totally. Sure. It's funny to go. I, uh, the times I've been in uh, Washington, D.C., though, and you do see like young lobbyists, like political people. They're everywhere next to those buildings from our money and Forrest Gump. And they don't, they look the opposite of powerful. They, You'll just see some kid that's trying to. And abortion. He's got his suspenders and there's just his shoes are a mess and he's got mustard on his pants. And it's like, should I have gotten into politics? These guys are nerds, man. (laughs) I feel like they're the next wave. Like, you know, there's like uh, the is Ayatsi striking yet? Or they, they they haven't declared the strike yet, as far as I know. So that's happening, and all these stories are being shared about yeah, like horrible working conditions on set. Yes. Learned that today, I yeah. learned it today, and yeah. uh, obviously support Ayatsi. Like, uh, please, uh, yeah. And I feel like the political world is next. <laughs> Everything I've ever seen, yes. yeah, like all yeah. of their assistants are just treated like shit. Um, they uh, they like make them work non-stop all the time i you know what i mean like uh, they all yeah, yeah they dc is a city of 22 year olds uh getting coffee 24 hours a day yeah that maybe yeah. that's why i sing that's yeah uh, i don't even know what my point was but i was looking around like god all these guys are young kids yeah it's just weird yeah they're like interns and well they, it's the same kind of power system that's in hollywood where it's just like well if you want to work for this guy and you want to yeah. be up there someday then you got to put in the bud right. and carry this pallet of water it's totally all the same there's millions of you so it's okay for us to abuse you <laughs> which is changing i mean that's the thing it's like here's yeah. the thing gen z ain't having yeah, it and real. it's yeah. beautiful yeah, it's cool. and they're fucking banding together on social media and being like go suck 
your own dick, please, sir. That's one of Dave's shirts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Oh, my God. Will you put, um, God, what would I like? I guess like a a fighting, I guess fighting Irish would be funny. And then it would say, go, please suck your own dick, sir. (laughs) Sure. 100%. If you want to hang out for just a moment, I could probably bang that out real quick. Oh, yes. We would absolutely love to watch that one. We'd love to watch you work. Uh, Yeah, I like that one, but it's the hot dog. I don't know. Okay. You're no, the you artist. Chris, I would love for this to be a collab like we do with rap. So, <laughs> J- Dave, do you have the time to show us two styles? <laughs> sure. Absolutely. <laughs> I, I absolutely do. You're generating Let's, this as we speak. As we speak, yeah. freshly generated. I'm logging in right now. Okay, hold Holy on. shit. This is art in action. Yeah. Guys, this uh, is what, what people get into the arts and, for, is and, this and, electric feeling. And you know what? I, 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 a lot of you think art has to be seen, but it can be described. <laughs> yes. And, and we're going to describe the process and describe the seeing of it. Through audio. There we oh, go. Wow. Oh shit, we're about to we're about uh, to see it. <laughs> I like um, Oh my Irish god, we're in souls. Oh, I know what I need to do. So what Irish laundry logo. I like that one. What was it that you wanted it to say? <laughs> um suck your own dick, please, sir. Is that what it was, Chris? <laughs> okay. and, but then it's a hot dog. <laughs> suck your own dick, please, sir. <laughs> Generating. Please. It's generating. Did you put a comment there? I did not uh, put a comment <laughs> no, in fine. there, but I feel like that's okay. Uh, the hot dog, they have different hot dogs, so I feel like this okay, is Okay, let's just go through some choices. Dog. Yeah, I mean, that... Uh, <laughs> this hot dog is dapping. Yeah. And uh, I don't really like that Western font, so it doesn't no, seem right to me. I don't like his derby hat. Mm. Oh, there we go. Oh, the- oh, I, I like how small the derby hat is, though. Yeah, yeah, now that... That's mm. pretty funny. I do need... I want, like, a taller... Hot dog? <laughs> I always also, want a taller hot dog. This and also, amazing. that hot dog is go. yellow, which I find disturbing. Is there... I agree. Can you adjust okay. that color? So, <laughs> absolutely, great. I can. Uh, so yeah, it's the, in the accent category, I'm seeing. The hat as a blue hat, and uh, <laughs> the... Uh, there so, we go, that... Uh, if you're not looking at the logo, we have reached the point where we have a hot dog. The hot dog is dabbing. It's a yellow hot dog yes. wearing a blue bowler hat. And <laughs> it says, suck your own dick, please, sir. And if you were looking at a shirt that said the Baltimore Ravens, suck your own dick is Baltimore yeah. and please, sir, is Ravens. Um, <laughs> I feel like that's accurate. Right? Yeah. But um, both are impact font, if I'm not mistaken. There we Ooh, go. That looks nice. And now you can <laughs> now see the yellow mustard. mustard. He has mustard on. Oh, that's Great. Yeah, I feel like that's done. I just feel like that's done. Thanks for the new merch, Dave. (laughs) Yeah, awesome. This is going to fly off the shelves. Is there any way you can put, do you need a ride on there somewhere? Just even really (laughs) tiny along the side of the bun? Oh, sure. I mean, we can also just do this. Um, I feel like this is... uh, also pretty good. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Now it just says, do you need a ride? Yeah, that's <laughs> rad. <laughs> I love that. Let's see what happens when I type in Chris. Oh, there's a lot of Santa. Yeah. Sure. And like angry Santas? Like, why is this? Yeah, right. The fighting Santas? Yeah, well, the fighting. I guess because, yeah, they're all supposed to be. Yeah, these are all. Chris, there's our Christmas merch right there. Yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> Dave, you you know what, Dave? You just got the job as our new graphic designer. Wonderful. For Thank right. you. I would love yes. to. I really am. Uh, the drunk, shitty Santas. <laughs> I love it. Fuck, that's amazing. <laughs> this see, That's why. Oh, God. This is an amazing app. This is a great way to spend time. A ripped Santa. Uh, yeah. Oh, my God. That's like a Chippendale Santa. This app is insane. I can't believe someone made. It's crazy. All of it's these. It's crazy. Man. It's really but there's something about it it feels a little bit like a visual chat roulette where yes. you're wait we watch dave types then these the kind of bubbles come up to let us know that it's processing yeah and then you wait like it's a vegas slot machine and for the a, picture to come up yeah. it's so hilarious it's, a, it's called place it dot net and you go ahead and make your own shirts the art is amazing i'm actually really impressed with this technology <laughs> so now you awesome. yeah, totally uh, it's it's, it's mind-blowing that it's a generator that's just like a tool you I, can use and i hope we're doing a good job of verbally explaining <laughs> the visuals Oh, oh, I like that. that. See, at least he's cute. Can I just say that this is just a cute little teddy bear holding a bat, and that should be the one that says, please suck your own dick. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Suck like, your own dick, please, sir. Uh, I like it when you flip it. Uh, right? Yeah. yeah. You, it's about contrast, always. Yeah. It's about contrast. It's, yeah, it's going to be a cute little bear saying that. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> if we Dave's learned anything care of that. Yeah, from we the got movie it. Ted. Okay. <laughs> and he put the comment in yeah, for me. Sorry. Dave, yeah. I, it's a polite bear. For anybody that, you know, wants to use Dave as a graphic designer, which I don't think that's anything he's interested in doing, but I will say he's great in the notes process. Yeah. He listens, yeah, he yeah, hears yeah. what you say, and he interprets you correctly. Or go to the website I mentioned earlier and do it yourself. Not to take <laughs> away from how good you're at. You, you really know how to navigate the uh, site. Not to, but you literally are. Ooh. Yes. yes. All right. <laughs> well, y'all. I mean, Dave, should we Dave do more audio show. or video? Uh, no, I, do, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, I'm done. <laughs> I'm well. going to play. When we're done, I'm going to go to places.net. I'm, so I'm amazed sorry. with this. I'm so sorry. I'm I said this. that reflexively because we've been uh, narrating video for so long. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this, this could definitely be deadly content for sure. Chris, do you have anything you want to plug? You I usually don't. have a plug here or there? I, no? I, I don't, but I will soon. I'm going on tour in the new year. It starts with Texas, a little Montana, and some St. Louis, but I don't have the details yet, but it's going to be great. Love it. Yay, yeah. congratulations. Oh, thanks. Um, yeah. And I'm just going to mention, we were on a three-month break over, crisp, over <laughs> summertime, but uh, my favorite murder is back. In case you didn't know. Yay. Um, that. We we were on such a long vacation. I think people were like, I think they quit. So we're back. We're back now. That's great. That's great. Yeah. Dave, thank you. Happy birthday. Yeah. Give oh, me thank you so you. much. Thank you. Yeah. I'm on the Take mend. Take care of yourself. And it's I, nice to see you. It's I'm so nice to see you I'm glad you just got guys. a cold. So oh, yes. To see me too. too. And yeah. also, what? I think I, I, ra I successfully wrapped up the, the happy bear whose team is suck your own dick, please, sir. Oh, yes. I'll send yeah, all this that's over. Really nice. Of course, that it looks should amazing. be on a baby blue shirt. Yes. Yes, that looks perfect. <laughs> oh, that's going to be a nice Fantastic. visual, if not just for the promotion of this episode. You've been listening to Do You Need a Ride? <laughs> DYN. Suck your own dick, please, shirt. AR. AR. <laughs> are you leaving or are you on your way back home? Either way, we want to be there. Doesn't matter how much baggage you time and date terminal and gate we want to send you off
Tell us all about it. Were you scared or was it fine? Mouthhorn. Ha, 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 ha.